to the Divorce Devil Podcast, a show tailor-made for those stepping out of the divorce recovery space. Follow your hosts, David and Rachel, as they dive into the all-too-familiar shitstorm of the more-than-interesting end-of-the-road divorce topics, stories, and discussions. While realizing it can be a trying stage, they have been where you are and understand the struggle. And yes, the struggle is real. They know that recovery can be such a clusterfuck. Check out the podcast if you feel like you're juggling chainsaws, then strap in and hold on for some honesty, authenticity, and hard-in-your-face irrefutable truths. This innovative podcast is not for the faint-hearted, so if you can't handle the certain truths, just keep it moving. If you can, welcome to the show. Welcome, everybody out there, to Divorce Devil, episode 163. Today, we're going to do something different. Uh, we're going to start a 10-part, what would I call it again? Challenge. Challenge. We're going to challenge you to go with us. Well, not physically go with us, but a journey, a, a mental or virtual journey to help. To find a pen that works in this place. Yes, Sorry. Yes, whatever. <laughs> I'm going to edit that out. Was that loud? Yes. <laughs> Welcome to Divorce Devil Podcast. Um, this is Rachel and David. <laughs> so we're going to talk about uh, challenge. We're going to challenge you to heal, to move on with your life. Uh Next 10 episodes, including this one and the next nine, will consider a different type of challenge. Uh, today, we're going to challenge your emotions. Yeah. So teach about you common emotional. Emotion. <laughs> teach about common emotional cycles during divorce, Deeper breathing, medication, I, activity to process emotions. Uh, and, and we're going to talk about journaling. Nope. Journaling. We're going to start journaling. Even those who don't write something down, get a piece of paper, get a pen. I think just it's as simple too. It's down. as simple as three good, three bad. Yeah. That, yeah that's just, how easy just, it is. Just write some stuff down. And then within a week, you have, you know, 40 or 20, wait, 21. <laughs> what? 21 what? I can't. 21 good and 21 bad. Bad what? Things about what's going on in your life in divorce. But what about the emotions? And your emotions. Yeah. You know, what's because this episode is about emotions. Oh, yep. even like the what's your pain on scale on one to ten? You can do an emotion, an emotional. Am I blah? Am I happy? Am I sad? Was am I, I mad? Mostly am I angry? Sad? What's the? I think we've talked about it before. There, some I was listening to something on the radio, and the guy was like complaining mm-hmm. about someone at work, and the wife said to him. Did you have a bad five minutes in your day and that made the rest of your day terrible? Correct. Or did you, you know, just create that all day because you had that five minutes? Or was it, I only had five minutes a day today that were bad and I got through it? Or did I dwell on it? So we we have to, I think we have to definitely sit in our emotion, um, whatever it is. Um, but we also need to get out of it. We also need to consciously go hey i've been in this rut what's wrong with me and when you can't that's when you need to get other help it's almost like you need a um a valet yeah you're parking that emotion car the emotional maserati Mm-hmm. And eventually you got to get out of that Maserati and move on. So you go eat someplace and the valet takes your car. Yeah. So you get a little break from the anger. It's like, man, that feels pretty good. Maybe I should eat out more often and have the, have the different type of cereal. Yes. And have <laughs> the guy park my Maserati for me. Yeah. Yes. 
I think, and you know, we have a lot of phrases that we've used from the beginning of time of the podcast. Yes. Um, you know, parking spaces, take people out of your parking, don't let them fill up parking spaces that are valuable. Um, yesterday was the two year anniversary of losing one of my best friends and how we met was because we lost a child. And so in our depths of grief, we found a similarity in each other, but we were definitely two different people. Like we were, Mm -hmm. we definitely griefed different. We definitely processed it different. We definitely, you know, we had similar situations, but we didn't have the same situation. Um, Her daughter passed on her due date, like went to the hospital, came home because there was no room at the inn basically. And while they were home, her daughter passed away. Um, my son was uh, 35 weeks and, you know, similar, but no heartbeat kind of thing. So in those depths of despair, because no one should lose a child um, at whatever age. And through that, we found friendships and we learned that she wasn't a hugger. Don't hug me. Like, just listen. Just do that. And those emotions, like... In my gut, if someone's sad, I want to hug them. But I've also had to learn in my profession, not everybody wants a hug. (laughs) Not everybody wants you to say, oh, it's okay. Well, no, it's not. Everybody heals differently. And through that, we raised children together. We vacationed together. We celebrated birthdays together. And uh, actually, it was was her birthday yesterday. She's been gone for two years. Um, Almost two years. And... uh, It really does, you know, those emotions of grief come up. And I was like, you know, the last time I felt this emotion this hard is right when she passed away. That I didn't get, I had a flight to go see her and she passed the day before my flight. And not being able to say goodbye, I think that goes with any grief, like a divorce. A lot of times it's one day you're married and the next day you're getting divorced. And you don't get to say those goodbyes, but you've been gradually saying goodbye and if you have no control. Yeah, and if your marriage has, you know, been on the on the rocks for years, you've been saying by, you've been seeing the signs, you you know it, but then one day it's final. Yep, and, and then so, that's when the emotions start to just like swell. Yeah, and even though you've had all that time to to heal or think about it, but it's still in your like face. Like I have in the a end. couple friends too. Like they have been like legally separated for years, and now they're like. Okay, we're getting divorced. And it feels like day one. And, you know, they'll say, I thought because we had that time to leave each other, Mm -hmm. basically just disconnect from each other. They've got kids. You know, one of my friends doesn't have any kids and the other friend has a couple kids. And she's like, each of those, each of the people involved now are different ages. They know we're not together. But they knew that we weren't divorced. And that was that big label. There that was, was still hope. The emotional tie to yep. the word divorce is way different than, oh, we're separated. Or we're, you know, we're trying to work things out. Or we're trying to figure things out. I hear a lot of people say. And I go, well, what's the timeline what, on that? What are you figuring out? Yeah. That you can't be together. And I'm yeah. like, you know, there's 70 billion people on the planet. <laughs> go find a different one. I wonder how many people say that we're f- trying to figure it out, actually go back together. Oh, a lot. No, it's got to be a small percentage. Oh, no, no. No? It's, it's a lot. I believe it's a lot. A lot. Who wants... The first time. Oh, yeah, yeah. The first time. Definitely, definitely. And after a time and time again, you finally figure out this is not good if for you me. Le- if you decide the first time, mm-hmm. that is the hardest part, right? 
So the second time, like it's anything a else, times. it's like like we like you said that scab. The first time it's still an open wound and it's healing and you have a little bit of a scab. The second time it's like that tougher scab and you're like it's a little harder to peel off. And the third time it's now part of your skin and you're pulling off like good stuff. Yep. So you're like you know that really hurts. I don't I don't like that feeling anymore. And it takes those times sometimes too to be like this is what I really need and that in of itself is such an emo- emotional roller coaster because you may one of the people maybe healed one of the people. Okay, I can speak today. Not one of the spouses yep, may people. have moved yep. on, or the reason that you're separated is because they've already moved on and you're still, you know, married Try, or whatever. Trying to figure it out. Yeah, and, and so another one's already moved on. Hello. And if you still can't comprehend that they're they've moved on and now it's okay, we're getting divorced now. That's it. The papers are filed. It's like the gasoline. Na- yep. yep. And you don't ever know how you're going to respond because you're never going to feel that emotion again in that space. Until it happens. And, you know, new first time divorce, first time we're getting divorced. We're get- Are we getting separated? It hurts. It's terrible. It's hard. We're getting divorced. It hurts. It's terrible. It's the worst thing ever. But. The with- final, final, final. Yeah. With all those emotions now, no matter if you've healed Someone in that family or someone in that dynamic hasn't healed the way you may have. Or, you know, and you're always dealing with someone else's emotions. Like, if I'm pissed off today and my ex says something to me, even if it's not something that would piss me off, if it triggers a time that he pissed me off, I'm going to be, like, annoyed. Right? And then I'm like, why do I have to deal with this anymore? I'm not even part of that. But if it has anything to do with my son, I'm all like, oh, what, what do you need? Like, I can do that right now. Yep. You know, but if it has to do with something that's kind of irrelevant, I'm like, not my circus, not my monkeys. But in the long run, it really is because everything that him and I interact together is about our kids or something that, you know, involves the ex-marriage, right? What happens, too, is that I don't think that the two people, the people are ever, never, ever at the same point of healing. Mm -mm. Never, never. I always feel like. Sometimes that can piss the other person off. Because, like, if one person's moved on mm-hmm. and they're serial dating and then the other one hasn't, and then the other one sees you're dating, it's like, whoa, what the hell? I thought we were trying to figure it out. But people, you know. The only you, way I can figure it out is one, if I attempt the other things. Yeah. Once you separate, I think all bets are off. I I feel like, too, like, you know, just in the podcast you've seen, right? Yep. Just in the last four years, you know, divorced, um, I can see that. Any time when I was first in it, any time that I got mad, like I finally had enough because I've already been the one that left. So any time that I was like, now, okay, well, no, we're not going to do that. We're not playing that game. We're not being petty. We're not going to do this. We're not going to tell the kid that. We're not going to act like that. We're not going to do that. We're not going to let the girlfriend talk to him like that. We're not going to do that. The second I got mad, he was so nice. The second I was nice... He was pissed off. <laughs> so you guys were like, so I'm like, oh my I'm God. not trying to fight here. Yeah. But now that I've spoken my opinion, and once I found out that I actually have an opinion and a voice, and because a, voice. a lot of times in my marriage, I didn't think, I thought other people had a bigger voice and I was just on the sidelines. Um, once I found it, I wasn't afraid to use it. I needed to learn how to use it correctly. Yeah. 
Because a lot of times I'm like, no, you're not going to silence me now. I'm I'm going to talk now. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's a it's the Rachel show, and you're going to watch. <laughs> and so that wasn't always great. <laughs> the Rachel show. Oh, um, damn. Sorry, David. I'm not <laughs> kicking you off. But I'm going to. No, did you like the hand motion? Yes, I'm going to. Yes, I'm going to do my. There's nothing wrong with tech, guys. That's just how we're talking. (laughs) My fingers close together. Well, I didn't do the snap and the twist and the whole thing, but uh, you'd probably break something. That's okay. (laughs) (laughs) I yes, no, that is absolutely true. No, but I feel like in the beginning, there are very few times that you're on the same page because you're both hurt. You're both pissed. But you're both but but hurt. The wind changed direction and it's your fault. Yeah. Now my hair is a mess. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like you, an act of God. It's I, your fault. I never had that problem with my hair. Well, your your, your eyebrows. Yeah, yeah, my eyebrows. Up eyebrows. Are a comb yeah, over. yeah, the old guy from Up. <laughs> Afro. The eyebrow comb over. Okay. So how can they get a hold of their emotions? Because then, like you said. Gasoline on a fire. The you only know. The, the only way to do that is to actually own your shit and lean into them. Yeah, you and, have to own it and don't try to suppress them. Yeah, if you're mad, be mad. Be mad on paper. Well, and the other thing too is I don't think I think when you're mad, you need someone to be mad at. You need a target, right? So a lot of times, like you said, mine was journaling or painting or. You know, calling the best friend going, I don't need anything from you. I just need to get it out of my space because my energy is just hurting. And uh, the negative that's on the ick that is on me needs to be washed off. And the only way I can do it is if I vent it out. And a lot of times you're not looking for a solution. You just want someone to finally fucking listen. And I think one of the best things that I learned from one of the groups that the group I was going to was active listening. And it's really hard because I'm a, you can tell, I like to talk. Um, especially when someone else is hurting and I've been through that, mm-hmm. I want to be like, well, let me share all my thoughts because, you know, that's why we're here, right? I've been through that. Yeah. And so I want other people to not feel bad. Again, that's my job as a nurse. And I want, I don't want anybody to be sad ever, but I also have to learn that you need to be sad. You need to be angry. You need, and a lot of times I think your anger, my anger becomes sarcastic and just not giving a fuck. And that can come off of like, Oh, that's just Callous. how she is. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, oh, well, she's just from, she's from Jersey. That's how they talk. Or, no, I just need you to know. Get up out of my face. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I've had enough. Like, that's it. And so, I, and we've talked about this, too, before. Laughing. Like, going to a good old comedy show or watching some funny, like, impractical oh, yeah. jokers. Yeah, I don't know shit. what you think is funny because we know what David thinks is funny, and that didn't work for me. But we we... <laughs> Some of the best moments out I had with friends when I was going through it was a comedy show or like, you know, a stand up night or something or an improv to karaoke night or, you know, just like not really thinking about it. It's always on your mind. But the more that you can. What's David's word? Compartmentalize the emotion. You can say, okay, you know what? That's going on a shelf tonight. Because I'm not going to deal with that. Uh, yeah. This is this I can kind of hang on a hook, and this is and like you know on the plate right now. I need to take care of that. And you prioritize things, and you go, 
And whatever emotion you're having, as long as you're not hurting anybody else, of course, physically and all that stuff, whatever emotion you're having, it's okay. And I don't think we've been told, especially men, have been told it's okay okay to to be sad or cry or yell at something. Like, whatever. Yell at the TV because we know you guys can do that when the football games are on or the basketball games on. You know you guys are the, you know, sitting on your couch coaching everybody because you know everything. Or during the Golden Bachelor, yes. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Hit that! Hit that quick. She's farting. Um, so, quick, so we also she's... realized the emotional toll can be cyclical. Like you feel great one day, yeah. the next day, boom, you feel that crap. Yeah. And we need to tell people out there that that's normal. Yeah. That's just part of the case. It's almost but, like emotional but, hangover. But the cycle becomes more and more distant. Yeah. Well, as you get older or each... as you grow into it. And I think, too, because... You know, you could have the same fight over and over and over, but each day it's I'm in a different mood. Yeah. I'm a I'm a day older. I'm a day wiser. I've I've talked it out. I've journaled. I've painted. I went for, I went to play pickleball. I did all these things in that time where I know that if I kept doing what I was doing at that pace, it was going to lead to some type of destruction. And it's usually like. You feel like an ass because you exploded in the Target parking lot because they were supposed to be there at this time and showed up two hours later. And, you know, it's cold out, so you have to have your gas, your car running, so that's extra gas. There's a lot of things that can set you off. Yep. And then you're like, you know what? I got an extra hour and a half with my kiddo in the car without technology or just talking. So you have to turn it, it to it. – and not everything's a positive no. Not everything. Oh, I get $27 in the some, bank, but that's great. Sometimes you need negatives to go forward. But I think that that $27 in the bank, now I'm like, I got money saved. I'm going on a trip. I got a car. I have health insurance. I have a good job. You know, I have a great spou- spouse. Ooh. Ooh, slip of the tongue. Oh, la, 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 I have a great spouse. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I mean, rings in Ireland doesn't sound terrible. You know, it's almost (laughs) like uh, you need an outlet rather than suppression. Yeah. Because you don't want to suppress it because all it does is make you madder or sadder or more lonely. It just amplifies that emotion. So um, we had planned a girl's night out and kids gotten sick. Like Logan was sick and then my girlfriend's kids were sick. Well, Kelly. Kelly's kids were sick. And then we forgot about it. Both of us were going to go out. And I was at hockey, and I was texting Kelly, and I was like, hey, I totally forgot. We were supposed to go out tonight. Someone said, today's the state, but bless She goes, oh, my God, girl, I forgot. And the people behind me were talking about a smash room. And yep. this is a place where you go. It's you a certain amount of money, shit. and you just break stuff. TVs. And you can bring pictures, screens. and you can yep. bring whatever you want from home. You can buy extra things, because you know once you're raging, you're not going to stop until all the rage is gone. Mm. So, and... um. I was like, that's such a great idea. That's such a great frustration thing. Like, you know, the they used to like therapy with the pillows and the fake bats and stuff like that. You signed a hell of a waiver, I hear. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yep. I'm beating it. Yep. Beating it. Ooh, beating ooh. it. <laughs> but, yeah, I think, I think embracing your emotions really means checking them all off. Going, did it, was I angry? Mm-hmm. Did I do this? And write some did shit I, down, people. Yeah. Once, once again, journal. Journal. Journal's not and a And you don't have thing. to have a pen and paper. Yeah. We know a lot of people don't want to have Computers, a- <laughs> you know, do mind mapping. What, 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 yeah. Whatever your deal is, 
write it down so you can go back and look at it and say, yeah. man, two weeks ago, this was me. I look have at so how improved. far I've come. Yeah. yeah. I have so improved from this situation. And it can be the simplest thing. Like we said, three positives, three negatives for the day. Mm-hmm. How was my attitude? Did I not? Did I beat someone up at work today? Mm-hmm. Did I, you know, walk into a meeting and just start yelling? Did I, you know, and a lot of times we get caught off guard because a lot of things can trigger you when you're going through a divorce. Like it really can be just the fact that everybody in your meeting has a ring on and you don't now you're like, fuck my life. I failed. Right. There's so many things that, you know, like you can, you can, you can create a negativity from nothing. We're humans. We go straight to negative from nothing. And so it's really hard to find the positive when you're in that state. And so unless you get all that shit out, out, regurgitate that shit out get all the stuff out talk to someone i know you should have someone if you don't have anybody contact us we will walk you through it like again we all need that support when we're going through emotions Mm because some of us haven't expressed emotions because we felt like we it didn't matter some of us express don't express yeah you know or you were always told not to or you know especially men especially our generation your generation men don't cry well okay well, that's why you got the same tear ducts. Why yep. can't you, if you're having that emotion, that's a release of your body going, Hey, I need to get rid of some of this emotion. Correct. And that's what's happening. So blame it on science. Blame it on Miss Rachel. <laughs> there you go. Um, it's okay. And if those spark emotions the next time you might cry less. And then the next time you might learn, want to heal or go see a therapist or, you know, go to a group or something. So embrace your emotions I, like I said, own your shit in it. Because a lot of times I would just pick a fight to see if, if he cared or not. Cared. I think what happens, too, is that um, I had a thought and I totally lost it. Oh, that when you have those emotions and you try to figure out, okay, what can I do? Can I go for a walk? Can I, can I journal? Can I go to the library? My deal was I always pick something that my ex didn't really like to do. Yeah. And so it was twofold. I'm doing something and I'm doing something for me that she didn't like or he didn't like to do back in the back in the past. Oh yeah. Go eat Italian food. I went well, to Well, mine was food go eat and not, you know, bitch yeah. about the Argue. Yeah. about the bill or why you had to have an extra drink or yeah. why you why'd you let them get the twenty five dollar steak when they're thirteen? Because that's what they wanted. Yeah. Like, you know. You know, peace is not overrated. No. And you only find peace once you know what emotions are because you won't know what happiness is until you experience it. And you've gone through all the other shit emotions, right? It's almost like a stepping stone. All the emotions are stepping stones to peace. I like that. You should write that down. Stepping stones. Why write something down? It's like journaling. Uh, <laughs> That's what I was going for. Why would, why would I journal? How dare I'm a you tell them man. to journal and you're not gonna? I'm not Fuck gonna off, jur- journaling. I, I'm not gonna journal. Come on, God man. damn it! Yes. You have AI journal for you. See what happens. Yes, yes. What have you know when you're mad? Prompt say, "Hey, uh, Claude," or or what's the other one? Chat GPT. I'm mad. Write me something that I feel better. Yeah. And let's see what happens. Yeah. Yeah, that's and interesting. And I think, too, getting out of a comfort zone with, like, you know, how many of us know how to use chat GPT, like, before someone... Yeah, that's something should. else. You know, well, um, go chat, chat GPT. I think one of, the, one of the best things that I was doing when I was journaling is just a random question. Mm-hmm. Didn't pertain to anything, but it made you think. 
And what does that do? It takes you out of that mindset of the divorce. So, like, if you could travel to any continent with any person, one famous alive, one dead a lot, one famous dead. Dead a lot. Dead a lot, yeah. Ghosts. Ghosts. Um, Cartoon character um, and some other things. So, like, just something kind of silly, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And what would you serve for dinner? Like, okay, you've invited all these people. What are you serving for dinner? Italian food. Right. And yeah. why? Because that was something you yeah. weren't allowed to eat. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, just getting out of that headspace of I'm pissed off. They want half custody. I'm pissed off. He doesn't want to give me the money I want. I'm pissed off. They won't take him for the weekend. I have a girl's trip. He won't switch with me. He's always late for pickup. He's always doing that. But if you're writing about, you know. And then you're spinning into. Have Goofy the from Disney and have this. And, you know, oh, I want to see this person and meet that person. Mm-hmm. It takes your mind off of why yep. you're pissed off. So the craziness. Sometimes getting out of that headspace helps you get back to a homeostasis, you know. So it's almost like two headspaces. You know, you yeah. have the emotional headspace, but eventually the emotional headspace transforms into a, a headspace of peace. Yeah. But you can't get to that point without going through the emotions. When you have stuff. your emotions, remember, on your little shoulders, instead of the mm-hmm. angel and devil, you have the little Rachel and David going, you can do it. Get the chicken. Get the chicken. Get it. You like get that. The chicken, get the remember, chicken. Remember, the ex hated that. You should order that. <laughs> she didn't like it when I wore green. Dave Chappelle. Wear green. Dave Chappelle. Get the chicken. Get the chicken. Get the anyway, go ahead. God damn it. <laughs> well... There you yeah, go, folks. So, hey, hey, watch. Watch some Dave Chappelle. Oh, my God. Oh, you'll laugh your butt off. my... Goodness. Yeah, watch, watch Dave Chappelle. Did watch, you watch the last one? Watch some Key and Peele. The new one? No, I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> watch some Key and Peele. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, yeah. So you can get pussy on the chain wax. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. You got to watch Key and Peele, people. Oh, we my do. God. Oh, we do. Um, okay, so. I said B. So your unofficial official homework is to yes. check your emotions. Yep. See what you're doing. Write some Go stuff to down. Start today. How was I feeling when I got a phone call from the ex saying that she's not going to be able, I, I can't pick up the kid this time because they have this. Or or the school calls yep. and says your kid has to be home for 48 hours because they got thrown up in a fever. Yeah. And now you have an ex. And then Pekai on the side. Yeah. And then you have to navigate scheduling. And you have to take off a half a day. And she has to take half a day. Because you're not going to. I'm not taking a full day off. Because I'm way more important than you. And you're not. You need to take. Yes. So start today. Yep. Start today. Write down three emotions that you yep. felt. Three positive things that happened. Three emotions. Every three day. Cons. Every yeah. day. Every day. Keep it by your bedside. Yeah. You know, even I, if it's in your notes, identifying the emotion, exercise, yeah, processing activity, figure out what you're going to do in order what to process do the emotion. All that junk, all, all that, that junk inside, inside that, that trunk. trunk. Uh, oh, and then a mapping time. exercise <laughs> on, on paper, map your emotional cycles over the past month. But you need a couple of days or a couple of weeks to see where your emotions oh, are. Oh, my emotional cycle right now is fucked. Yeah, if you can. <laughs> Like let's say that you write down ten emotions and a scale from one to from zero to ten, ten being the worst. Just rate them every single day and see where you are and see where you land. And, and yes, squirrel yes. is an emotion. Yes, oh yeah. <laughs> you can have fun with this too. You can be like, you know what? Today I snapped at that teacher. Mm-hmm. She deserve it. Yes, but can I do better next time? Maybe. 
And I want to I want to stress there's no scientific uh, correlation or any scientific uh, <laughs> anything we anything say. that would say you're just saying just do it people feel better just because do we're better. educated doesn't yeah. mean we're educated we are educated we we are we are self taught we just want to help everybody yeah we just want to help people and if we can help one person mm-hmm. then it's worth it yep and yep. shout out to Warren for reaching yep. out to us shout um, out. Uh, I know we keep calling him out, but no one else really writes yep. as such amazing emails. Hey, people, write us some emails. Yeah. Give us some projects after the nine more episodes. <laughs> All right. And if you have any topics you want us to talk about or any stories that you have that oh, shed yeah. light on some of the things that we talk about, um, please drop us a line and, you know, we will see you next time. Uh, next episode is New Beginnings. Oh, yeah. Well, apparently I have a spouse now that I yeah. need to go home and see. <laughs> Happy spouse day. Happy spouse day. She's got a spouse. Happy spouse day. She's got a spouse. Happened. Damn. Yeah. All right. All right, everybody. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.